0: Welcome to Not Your Average Marks. I'm Mark, and this is my tag partner, Shibby. In this series, we'll be talking about AEW fantasy bookings and recaps of live events from the past week. This week, we're going to be talking about the AEW Dynamite and Rampage from the week of March 13th. So going through this, uh, two very stacked events. Uh, Dynamite, huge, as we all know. And all together Rampage, a little something to talk about. Uh, with this, Shibby, I'm going to pass this over to you. Go ahead and start off with that first segment. What do you think?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just uh, just to recap again, uh, we grade it on a one to simple five, five-point system. You know, one being the You're lowest, right. five being the highest. So the opening, though, uh, I know you want to talk about this, was the Bargamed still with MJF, which was great. I liked it off the bat. Very fun, very zany. Uh, the, re- the, cap- the caption on its entrance said, Jewish AF. So take that for you, Will. I like that. I like um it. I don't know who so there's three girls that walked in with MJF as he's walking through. It's a very fanfare, you know, streamers are coming down as the interior. People are he's a heel, but they're cheering, right? There's some chance for MJF, it's fun. Uh there's three girls that kiss him on the cheek. The last one he kissed the hell out of that girl. I'm not sure if that's just a girlfriend, a bit, but I noticed that. Definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Uh he's he's shooting with some promos, call himself the Iron Man, which is funny because of who he faced. Uh I, I believe his real life friends came out or some people from the back came out. And they did the bar mitzvah the, the chairs There's the yeah. chair. Uh and it was actually very tasteful. They and they actually lifted MJF up. They did. Uh so they did lift him up in the chair. The real people did that, you know. They did the whole thing. Uh, but then jungle boy <clears throat> man comes out, Jack yes. Perry. Uh he comes out. Everybody's shocked, right? So clearly he's he's got something to say to MJF. About to say something, but no, the music hits again. Sammy Gamera comes out, you know he's all sexy and stuff. He comes out. So at this time we have Jungle Boy in the ring with N.G.F. looking confused or pissed because ruined his bar mitzvah his birthday, and he's walking in, and he's about to say something, and Darby's out. You get the bit, right? So now we have you would say, or some will say, the four pillars of AEW are now in the ring. Uh, strong Darby chance. What I noticed, um, there's a lot of things to let you say. I don't want to take all of it, but uh, anyways, there's some things like Jack Perry said. Uh, his loss in 2020 derailed his career. That's what. So everybody gets a turn. I'm sorry, I'm afraid, Everybody gets a turn shooting a promo. Uh, Jack goes first. That's what I got from his. Uh, I actually called him out for not wrestling on dark elevation. I didn't know that until he said mm-hmm. it. He goes, all of us here have wrestled in dark and elevation. Then he even said, uh, Max, you haven't wrestled on a rampage. That was nice. Um, Sammy had a. Uh, Sammy had a promo. I really can't remember anything relevant. Something about recircumcised. Kind of funny.
0: Uh but Sammy <laughs> yeah.
1: that was kind of funny. Uh, but Sammy was had Sammy's always great on the mic. I'm not gonna talk shit. Darby, I was never really thought he was strong on the mic, didn't really suck though. But he had some good things. I'm not really sure who he was like attacking people, I guess wrestlers on Twitter for crying about their contracts and stuff, which it's is very weird. relevant. Yeah, he wasn't talking about it. Clearly he wasn't talking about it. or maybe he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. But he said that uh he don't care how much he gets paid, stuff like that. It's it's his life that he'll never leave. Clearly, that's a shot at MJF because the great. Uh, what 2024 yeah more of 2024 um uh, and then uh there's a very funny spot at the end somehow mgf in a, i didn't see it coming although i should have there's a cake outside when you know for his birthday somehow very MGF, very clear yeah fell on the cake face first I made the, for once i will say this for mgf not that he's ever complained he finally came out looking quote tj marks bad on this with him taking a cake to the face which is how i'm, what I'm saying yeah yeah, he came out like he actually lost the promo because there was like a, a video game. Cause his face fell on a cake everybody's laughing at him. And then I believe everybody hit like their finishers on each other. I think. Uh to let it close down. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And then that's how that one ended. What did you think though? Did you like it? Did you not like it?
0: I very, very much love this segment to start okay. off. I was at a I was at a coffee shop and I was watching this. Um, and I was just in my seat, like, What the hell is going on? So I had headphones on, and like everyone around me was just like, What's this guy? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the corner watching wrestling. Um, But very much, I did like it. I loved MJF coming out doing the stuff. And when he started cutting a promo too, and he was like, um, what do you say? So as y'all some of y'all know I had my bar mitzvah when I was uh, 12 or 14 whatever age it is I can't remember. He's oh like, we yeah, lost it. Was... His... It was Maximania. Uh, there were a lot of chicks there. I lost my v-card. It was sick, bro. Uh, I forgot about that. Bro. It was I forgot. hilarious. I forgot. I forgot. Um <laughs> great. Leading great. up to this entire thing they were they were doing like the whole Maximania stuff like so pictures were being like unearthed of all that. It was really good. Um but for the entrances, so Jungle Boy, he's about to start speaking like you were saying Sammy, he's about to start speaking. Darby now you got, like you said, all four pillars of AEW in the ring, um, or the so-called four pillars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone's doing their thing. Um, everyone's saying, or Max starts out like, what do you guys want? And all three of them at the same time say, we want a championship match.
1: That was cute. It was, <laughs> very, it was very cute. Yeah, I right? how Max said that too. <laughs> what happened? I was like, whoa. <laughs> um,
0: but no, yeah, I did like it jungle boy calling him out doing the like you've never been on dark you've never been on rampage you've never even been on elevation like doing all that stuff um even to sammy for him saying like his upbringing like he was just supposed to be like the bump guy for jericho and he ended up becoming a three-time tnt champion three times man that's a big deal yeah you're the person that's been tnt championship the most out of I think everyone, like he has yeah. the, the most reigns as TNT champion, You're right. regardless of how long they are. Um, he still has the most. Then you got Darby, who's been working with Sting, doing all his stuff. And then he he comes out and says, I told Tony Khan, there'll never be a bidding war for Darby Allen. AEW means a lot to me. I can express myself and I can be Darby Allen. Um, he did the whole talk about like how he was in art school or film school, and he had to cut some stuff out. Decided to drop out and everything. And then he was doing the bit where he was talking about everyone on Twitter. The voice um, too, it's so funny. yeah. And then, oh, I'm gonna quit my
1: contract. But I do what I want.
0: I loved it. I thought it was, it was great funny. because was I haven't funny. seen Darby do no. things like that. It's it's no. very much like silly, but also coming from a better place. Um, to say something more on that, I really like the part where Darby said, a uh, and if I don't get my match, you know what I'm gonna do to you. You know what I'm gonna do if I don't get my match. What, and then he kind of breaks a little bit, and he's like, "I'm gonna go complain about it on Twitter."
1: Everybody and he, like he broke it was, right there. It was funny. I, I think most of them did. I think Jungle Boy, Jungle, Jack Perry did but I think everybody did. Even the crowd liked that. It was funny. It was, a good time. It, was a, it was a good
0: promo for him. And there was um there was some comparison it's how Darby was sitting in the the bottom of the turnbuckle. Because Raven was Raven. also Raven also did that when he would cut promos as well. So I think that was a good little parallel that I, that I saw on Twitter as well.
1: I've noticed, but I've noticed that by, by Darby. Uh, me, my friend, when I first watched AEW, he always had a Raven because it was the kind of hardcore matches or hardcore thing. Heck, me and you were there for the for the coffin match. I think yeah, With an actual the coffin, coffin match. match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Darby's a little loco, friend.
0: But. Overall, I did I did like that that comparison. And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your head with the skateboard and take you down with the headlock." So calling back to like one of their matches where Max was like, oh, "I could beat you with a headlock takeover,
1: only a headlock takeover." Uh,
0: um, so that was good. And then, like you said, they all went at it. MGF ate the cake, uh, and then the three of them were just standing in the ring, watching watching them back. Um, but overall, I, I very much like that segment. It was a very very good start it got me very hype and it made me think who is the person or how would they even settle this? Would this be a fatal four way for the championship? Would this be like an eliminator tournament? Like or Darby versus Sami,
1: or yeah, a triple threat. For a coach, and then for a contender. number one. Contender. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I that's, don't know either.
0: That's, that's very much true. And I, I would think like, if we were to think about accolades and like who can actually like be the person to, to take that, Championship spot, if any, because I doubt it. You know what I mean? Max is too hot right now.
1: Yeah, I, I'm um, with you on that. But if you we, let's assume that's not going to happen, but you're just asking the question I'm going to eliminate Jungle Man from that. I could see uh, that. I'm going to eliminate that. Uh, nothing, nothing against him. It's going to be Darby or Sam. I, Sam. Say, I don't know who.
0: Yeah, because Darby and Sammy have the accolades. Jungle Boy has the tag champs, he has that on his. On his shelf but no which singles. is a world title in his in his own right yeah but respect, no it.
1: respect that yeah
0: like you said so Sammy in himself has been three-time champion Darby She's has been, been two-time Darby, right? champion yeah yeah um so I mean to say like who should really get it I would say Sammy kind of has like that. I would
1: say that too but the heels right would you take a heel off a heel? It just depends. Like I don't Sam know. Yeah, a I don't little know. bit of a baby
0: face in that segment because for a little while he was like, "I've done this, I've done that," and like the crowd was getting behind him, and he was like, like, "Whether hey, you like real. it, whether you like it, or whether these dumbass Canadians like it, he had to turn heel and again. Then, yeah. yeah, he, threw, he turned turned yeah. the crowd against him. Yeah. I was like, like,
1: great, like, great heel. He's like, wait, they're like me. You, you dumbass Canadians, <laughs> we hate this guy. <laughs> he got <laughs> in the fields for a second. Yeah, um, yeah. great, great, great segment." great segment great oh segment. yeah
0: super good segment especially a good start um i really did like it and i do think overall it was a very very good rebar mitzvah good party good party segment got me very excited from the get-go oh,
1: exactly you're right and that's what the opening's supposed to do don't want to don't do it too much because we're on this but like it did its job got me excited for this i was really excited for the main event and some other stuff it got us going bro we're like let, yeah this, it was fun it's all I liked it, and I don't know what's going to happen with this. We're asking questions, and that's what's supposed to do. How are they going to do this? Is it a four way? Is it a match? They got the question out there. What who's yeah. this the guy? And I like that very, very much so. Oh, but that brings us okay, so that brings us to the next thing will be the uh, the next actual first match of the night because that was a promo. or a very special event is the Blackpool Combat Club, uh, versus at this time I'll call it Dark Order with Hangman Page because Hangman's not really in the Dark Order. Uh, stew's back. I know you're excited about that. Ivo, oh, yeah. So, what's what do you think about this, man?
0: Overall, very, very much liked it. It was a good match. Um, and it was a good showcase for Stu Grayson coming back into the Dark Order and then eventually later being re signed by Boilers, bro. Bond. That's all right, dog. Man. Sorry, dog. We're already two days past it. I know. <laughs> So yeah, I, yeah. upon this time of recording, Stu is now all elite again. that's what it said on his graphic. Um, yeah. very, very happy for him I Stu Grayson was one of my favorite uh individuals from the Dark Order because of his his appearance and his gimmick and everything. I very very much like that. Um, but to recap the match um overall it was a win for the Blackpool Combat club and actually am I right? Yeah yeah yeah, I am right sorry. I was a little confused, but win for the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, a lot of a lot of tag moves seeing from Uno and Grayson. Um, a lot of animosity from Grayson coming at Moxley, uh, trying to just like take him out because of like the the heated rivalry between your his friends, um, Hangman and Uno because of like that one singles match where Mox was literally just fucking Uno up, had the mask torn, blood pooling everywhere. Um, but overall very very much a a physical match mm-hmm. but also a very good showcase from yuda claudio and mox as well they were just knocking them around ping-ponging them all over the place on the outside and then a lot of work on the ground as well uh, but overall win from the blackpool combat club and then also we saw more heel antics from the blackpool combat club after the bell um obviously we got Moxley tapping out Grayson with a bulldog choke. Mm-hmm. It was a rear naked choke into the bulldog choke. And then Mox held onto the choke even after the bell. And then they had to end up like doing a little fight at the end. Silver and Reynolds came down and helped them throughout the crowd. But it was uh, it was very, very much a good match. What did you think about it?
1: Uh, I liked it a lot, man. Uh, you hit the nail on the head with the animosity uh, that Stu had towards Mox mainly because you were saying is like his friends were fighting these people and he at this because he wasn't he wasn't there literally physically he couldn't be in the fight so that's literally his first time defending right so he's like i'm gonna mess this guy up i noticed that as well uh, a couple just like highlights actually what you said is like nice rotating tag from both these teams even the blackpool combat club had i'm not saying learning but i've never seen moxley in uh so many tag matches in aw in aw mm-hmm. so like now, seeing him actually doing actual teamwork moves with these guys is really cool. Like, he's with you oh, Claudio yeah. are doing matches, like, he's doing these cool things. Like, uh, Claudio, I, I can talk about Claudio for hours, so I have to like stop. But Claudio is like a meteor off the, off the turnbuckle, he's like a DT off the ropes from Claudio. That guy's just as an athlete, just amazing. Hmm. Um, uh, let's see, there's a spike power driver with all members of the black, all three of them are holding steel on the outside, and that's how your point that's how much they respect Stu as being aggressive they all three had a gang up on him to take him out this is yeah. during the match i believe you'd hit hangman with the ring bell that was uh with the bell i'm sorry yeah yes. the bell, yeah that was messed yeah. up and i called them heel i've seen people talk about it at this time that they're heel i'm i'm 100 now they're heel bro they're fucking doing heel antics dude they're yeah shit. yeah they're if people are questioning at this point you're in denial they're heels and it's okay like a heel it's okay because they're bad guys you just said it mox was mox won the match and again mox is doing what mox does just holds on to the bell like just doesn't give a f just do, 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 do. it's like bro like and they won they obviously won and chaos and Zeus. i liked it uh i myself gave it a 3.5 i liked nothing it's not a bad rating i liked it um I would have given it more if I knew. I would have given it more if I knew about the ending. I'm not gonna ruin the ending yet. So, I liked it though, especially for Steel looking really good.
0: Yeah, and I do agree with you. Um, I also gave this one a 3.5 rating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not terrible match. Yeah, not super fucking crazy, but good storyline for building this rivalry between the Dark Order, who is somewhat on the uprise as of late. Who would have thought? Yeah, not mad. I thought thought Dark Order was gonna die. Dead. We thought they were dead.
1: We were wrong, and I'm okay about that, dude. Yeah. Super pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Very happy. I didn't see this coming, and I'm glad. Like I don't want to see this stuff coming.
0: Yeah. So very, very good to see the right. Stu's back. Stu's Stu's back. back. (laughs) You got the Dark Order. You got the Blackpool Combat Club, who is eventually gonna be a four-man team, if Danielson rejoins. Do we get a
1: heel? Danielson and AEW for a little bit because that'd be cool. I think so. I think so. He's going that'd back home. Cool. Does home
0: mean he's going back to the loony bin? Eco terrorist?
1: He's pulling Eddie Kingston, dude. He's going to bring him on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, <laughs>
1: we talked about this last time. I do think he is. But yeah.
0: we're going to see. We'll see.
1: We'll see. It will be it, clearly they're out. Oh, well, I don't ruin it. They're outnumbered. They're going to be outnumbered. Yeah, they are. Because mm-hmm. there's black. Yeah, they're going to be outnumbered. Even if Hangman's not included, they're outnumbered. Yeah. And if when included. we get
0: to the main event. I think we more. do have
1: a little more, yeah, a little more spice in that. that. Yeah, even though, you, yeah. Uh, this after that, just to kind of segue, the uh, promo with Juice talking shit about laying him laying on Ricky Starks. He's just saying, well, "Why I did it, Ricky? Because he ain't gonna do shit." Mm-hmm. It's literally what he said. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're getting a build to that. Whatever, we'll see. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So we'll see what's up with that. Nice. we Um, had
0: a tbs championship canadian open challenge i know you were excited for this one because you wanted to know who that mystery guest mystery opponent was going to be so it was jade cargill versus nicole matthews go ahead
1: what did you think uh i'm not gonna it was i didn't even rate this 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 part because it was a squash 100 percent was squash not um her fault Uh, nicole matthews wrote her name yeah uh, she's cool but Jade got a like had a pump kick into the jaded easy win. Literally, I wrote 54 mm-hmm. and 0 which I'm not gonna lie. I was like, okay, obviously, someone's coming out. Obvious um, squash, yeah, yeah. So she comes, Renee comes in to talk to Jade. Jade, She's like, you're Canadian, yeah. Actually, she didn't hit Renee. She's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you, Renee, chill, bro, but I'm just a bad guy. Uh, and she's like talking to Jade, like, this is all you got. And then I'm uh, probably gonna butcher your name but is, is it Tanya or Tanya Valkyrie.
0: Taya Valkyrie.
1: Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, I don't know nothing about her. I can't cap anybody here. I do my research with Martin knew more about her than I did, uh, but she's very impressive. Anyway, she comes in. She's a local hero. Apparently, she's from TNA, and she is Canadian, so she got a good reaction. I went off the crowd. She had a good pop. So I'm like, okay, they like her. She looks like a wrestling person. Like she looks good, muscle. She's tall. it she, uh, looks like she knows what she's doing. Then she kind of uh teased Jade by doing what I now what is it called? The uh, last Valhalla, that was called the Road to Valhalla, the, I think that's what it is. Yeah, we're gonna butcher that get re- grilled for that. Probably the road <laughs> to Valhalla, yeah. And she does that, which looks like jaded to be fair, which is the same finish, which is, is the same move, yeah. It is the same move. Uh she did it to uh, her baddie, uh, you know, so she didn't do it to Jade. Mark, nice surprise, Sterling comes out and kind of doesn't save Jade, but whispers in her ear which the of like her takes her back a little bit makes her because i like mark clearly they have a good relationship he helped her a lot when she was a little green he spoke for her and got her over and stuff so clearly she always respects him because remember she's like i don't need him but she never like dissed him so clearly he has a, something to say because he's like Phew. and then she's like all right man i'm gonna back up you know and that was uh so i'll be real i didn't really like the squash not anybody's fault but i do like that i don't even though i don't know who this person is i'm okay with her getting somebody who's actually legitimate with some prestige, with some history. And again, the crowd liked her. So, and I looked her up after the fact and she does look very impressive. So I'm excited. I'm not super excited, but let me see them wrestle first. So, before I make yeah. a final judgment. I gave it for being honest, man, because the story at 2.5, because the match, there really wasn't a match. There was no, yeah. match. <laughs> yeah.
0: I gave it, Um, I gave it a two as well, including yeah. the story portion. I afterwards. Have well. Um, yeah. But for the match, I mean, it was like a basic like squash match. I'll be real.
1: There's no points in the match.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have skipped that entirely. Yeah, they um, could have. And possibly done something else. But obviously, they're building the story. They're doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, but to your point, Ty Valkyrie, very extensive career in wrestling. Um, a lot of stuff within AAA, Lucha Underground, uh, TNA. She is the longest reigning uh, knockouts champion. Oh, wow. Um, from what I from what I understood from my research. From I did do a little bit of research as well. Yeah. Um, good. but overall, she she very much is a good powerhouse, um, extensive versatile wrestler. And I do think personally that she is a good matchup for Jade. So agreed. To <laughs> see what happens with that, are they gonna have the newest signee take down the 54 and O uh streak? Who knows? I guess I'll just have to see, but um definitely they're gonna need to build that up a little more.
1: Um a lot more, I would say. That's that's why I'm excited not to go not to beat this too much, but, but like I don't know. I really don't know, and I'm okay with it. Like because she does have history and we're gonna spoil a little bit, but she has a match on the rampage later, you know. So they are gonna she didn't go straight for Jade, which I do respect. Yeah, technically it was the open challenge though. <laughs> technically it was an open challenge, but anyways, yeah, so uh I respect it. Um excited. I don't know. I'm just excited to see, cause cause she could win, cause people do like her, you know. We'll see. Yeah.
0: So we are just gonna have to see. Uh, going up next, we got a interview with Ricky Starks in the back with his response to Juice Robinson. So he's just like, "You're gonna, where's your little Bullet Club friends?" He's calling them out, doing that stuff. So obviously, like how we talked about a little bit on a cut portion last week, um, where's the Bullet Club for? for juice um are they gonna acknowledge that are they gonna help him out forbidden door is coming up so maybe hey forbidden door in june i don't know but we're gonna see ricky's just calling him out saying like come on bring it anytime anyplace so we're definitely gonna get some more story with that one uh i just a little promo in the back um
1: which actually segues to the qtv segment which i had the unfortunate um pleasure or some people like this of watching tmz It's clearly a ripoff from TMZ. the show. It's not a bad thing. Uh, QTV's playing the main guy talking on the side. There's a TV playing in the background. There's a blonde woman who I don't know yet. I don't even think we know her name, honestly. No. There's a blonde woman there. There. I have a blonde woman who don't know. There's uh, Aaron Solo. Hey, Mm -hmm. welcome back, Aaron Solo to TV. And there's Powerhouse Hobbs, your TNT champion. Uh, Long story short, you guys can go on it if you want. I I enjoyed it for what it was, but uh, they're just doing parody TMZ. So, Aaron Solo is the one that took Warlow's stuff, including the belt. He's the one that broke into the, uh, the the SUV. He also stole his passport, so he wasn't able to retaliate, so he couldn't go to Canada. So, that's why yep. he's not there. And then, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Again, there's a blonde woman there who's, you know, they're doing a little funny segment. This is not in wrestling. This is a TV-recorded segment. And then, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs had a very unique line. Welcome to uh, his world, bitch. That's what he said, I believe. <laughs> Will's so, Will's world wasn't it? Yeah, Will's world, bitch. It's like, all right, Will, we'll see if that stands for a while. It costs money to say the word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a promo, and uh, we'll so we'll see what's up with that. Which we actually will get more of on the man page, not to spoil anything. And then we had a match I know you're excited for, which we had very different opinions of. It was it's Orange Cassidy versus Jeff Jarrett for the AEW Atlantic Shirt International International. It leveled up championship That's uh, you're game. right i power of the gods
0: oh
1: <laughs> hit it up <laughs> <of the> gods. <gasps> <gasps> Warner brothers <it>. hear me AEW, <laughs> you sponsored it <laughs> uh what you did th- i what you think about it because i know you looked forward to it i did too to be fair
0: with this one i was uh i was looking forward to it because i thought it was definitely going to be a, a turn of some kind spoiler alert orange cassidy wins uh retains you. <laughs> and jeff jarrett unfortunately did not become the AEW international Champion. Um, with what we saw, there was a lot of good stuff. Jay Lethal actually came out from the very beginning. He was wearing a sling. So he's also still working the injury of that shoulder, um, came out in the sling, uh, stayed in the back. So he came out with Jarrett, went back to the back room and then, yeah. Uh, so if we go into the actual match itself, we got Jarrett doing a lot of things. Um, Orange Cassidy doing some of his retaliation chops. Um Jarrett got a shoot on Orange and started working the knee. So the injured knee again. Oh no. Jarrett's focusing on that, doing his thing. Uh, and then eventually Orange was able to counter out of those things. Uh, he was able to get a sharpshooter on Jarrett. Uh, close, close falls, close taps, but a lot of rope breaks. So I, I did like that. Um, overall going forward. Uh just some things, Jared jumping out of the way, ducking some orange punches. Yeah. Uh, nothing super crazy. Uh one thing that I did like, uh Sanjay slid the guitar into the ring for Jarrett. Aubrey uh, power walked to the ring, pulled it away from Jarrett, and then they were able to like get all that stuff away. But he was like, I saw you, but why was Aubrey there? I think um I put my notes in that too. I like that too. It was weird, but it was different. <laughs> It was it was interesting. Um, Aubrey ejected Tottenham by the way too. So Tottenham and and Sanjay got ejected from the ring uh, from ringside. He
1: hiding? What was he doing? He didn't get ejected. He was chilling. I think he he
0: jumped the fence, jumped into the oh, ring, and hit Orange happened. with the Golden Globe.
1: That take. And back. then
0: that's how we were able to counter back from that. Uh, and then Orange just eventually countered out, countered with an Orange punch, pinned Jared one two three, and then one, two, retained. Three. He what mark he retained. He retained, he so and confident. I was so I was confident. very much it made sense to me. It
1: not Jeff Jarrett, bro. Me. Not Jeff It Jarrett. made sense
0: to me. Why are it, you changing the title? And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, here's Jeff Jarrett.
1: I don't know. I don't really answer that question. But, but I do you know if you're changing, you're not gonna put on Jeff Jarrett, you're gonna put a Canadian at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. But overall, I would say this was a good match, a fun match. Uh, just like they always are these two, these two alliances and factions going at each other. They've always been a good time for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I know for you as well, yeah. triple J, uh, best friends, that entire scenario or these groups of people, they've been putting on very much like entertaining and also surprisingly like athletic matches. Um, so to say with this one for my rating, I gave this one a three cause oh, I wow. do think it was a good match. Um, Jeff Jarrett didn't win, so it didn't get a five for me. Uh, but if, <laughs> Jeff, if Jeff Jarrett would have won, he would have gotten a five. Yeah. What do you uh, think?
1: I've, I've, similar to you. I give it a 3.5. I liked a lot of fun little extra things. Like, like It did not really make any sense in terms of other matches because you no know, other refs don't do it. But I'll be coming out and be like, hey, you had that guitar. Stop doing the thing you do every week. I mean, that, that's a nice little twist to a championship. Yeah. I don't right? give you that. So I gave it a 3.5. Just like you said, I have the same thing, similar notes, or similar things you're saying. Like Nice storytelling of the knee. They kept selling the knee. Like Orange tried to do an orange punch and he couldn't, he had to sell the knee. He's like, Oh, my knee hurts, right? Yeah, his knee buckled. Uh, yep. Uh, there is a uh, so yeah, so I have it in cap. So Jay Leto comes out, he's not hurt actually, he's faking it. And he sells that golden globe he stole from that poor man, that poor actor. And mm-hmm. he hit him, and he hit him in the face. I mean, he, at that point, no, I, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was done. I was like, Oh man, he's going lose like this. But no orange punch, orange punch, orange Cassidy kicks out of the uh, orange punch. orange punch, and actually, after that, he did not he does do like a, a orange punch to Jeff Jarrett, and that's how he wins. Uh, actually, Trent, I forgot, Trent does come out to save Orange from Lethal because Lethal's being a joke. Yep. So, Trent comes to your point, though. Uh, you don't want to kind of do a rivalry because this has been going on for a while that kind of gets people get tired it's of it. It's been a couple stuff. months, yeah, but I'm not at me personally, I'm not as tired of it yet because it is a variety. Do it now, they're going into. I don't know why they leveled the, the belt up. Maybe it was a deal with Warner Brothers in the movie. I don't really care. It looks nice. That's a nice little note here I put. The new belt was out there. Orange comes out yes. with his old belt in the backpack and just switches it out real quick. Then he comes out and he lifts it up. He just got He's like, this is my belt. Because like, technically it still is his belt. It is. Yeah, I, is. I like that touch. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, he he just swapped the belts real quick. And Orange did, of all people, which is usually lazy. So it's funny. He's like, He's like, this is my belt. It was, it was a good it was a great touch put the old uh, one on the pedestal his first i guess tile defense but yeah it's just got it just leveled up it's still the same amount of months he is the aw international champion and now it's truly international because he defended in canada so
0: there you go but overall um, yeah. i did like it um it was it was a good match uh but to carry on uh what did you have next i have we have
1: the promo real quick it was just a really quick house to black JSS and the Elite just really quick basically getting even more hype if you have a pollster hype for this main event match let me see and then there was a all, and then there was a one that I didn't like because so I would not get over it but it was the claim pro by Max uh, but they're super over he was like literally rapping in an elevator really yes, yes yes, yes. Uh, uh, it was not for me but I'm sure some people liked it, it just kind of weird <laughs> but it's a little fine.
0: promo a little, yeah. a little
1: rap promo yeah it was fine. it is what it is it wasn't the end of the world yeah I was just you know, just getting you ready uh i guess a couple of promos because after that well you, you can take well there's the outcast promo in the ring with soraya tony storm and ruby Soho. you recall that yeah. one
0: yeah so, i got that one so
1: if you want to go for it go for it go uh so i don't have too much on this one other than um they're they're there talking their smack uh the outcast I shit. yeah i do like their name i'm not gonna lie to you yeah all right so i do like how they're kind of whatever talking this is like Meta, I guess they're like, once upon a time, the grass was green here in a- AEW. Then a couple yeah. of bitches peed on that grass, and that's Ruby saying that. And I'm like, it's kind of meta right there because, like, that's what they kept saying when you guys left the other company, right? So yeah. that was a nice little touch. Uh, um, they, they're just talking. Uh, Soraya calls, she says the word twat, uh, she got fined for that, so that's be funny. <laughs> she was, she was supposed to say that? Uh, usually like, hey. I read this after hey. she was supposed to clear things, and they didn't, uh, so that was nice. But, anyways, Britt and Jamie come out to fight. Uh, but that's not very smart because it's three versus two, and they're all very good wrestlers. But music pops. It's Freeho, and she's with Sky Blue and Willow. Oh. That is five women, sir. Five, I guess, homegrown. You would call them this in this certain storyline. Homegrown are coming, and they're uh, with a they beat up. The, the outcast finally got what they're coming up because they finally took an L in terms of like momentum. <laughs> So now you have this huge fa- and also you have faces and heels at this point, just together. Yeah. The champ and Brit are are heels, right? So it is. And you have the baby faces, Riho, Willow, Sky Blue are for baby faces. But at mm-hmm. this moment in time, and it's still kind of cool because they saved them. And Jamie and Britt are like, Hey, thanks for saving us, we're not gonna touch you. I'm like, hey, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the respect. But and they're like, But that's kind of cool. I like that dynamic. But basically, you pissed off so many AEW women that they're united against these outcasts, and I don't care how we got here. You're giving me a storyline, and yeah, our champs included. So, we do need to get our champ more involved, but I do like this storyline of it's something different. I like how you've been united the bayface faces in the hills,
0: it's the homegrowns versus the, the greater out- threat, the outcasts. Yes, um, so very, very much I did like that. Um, one touch that I really liked was Riho standing with like the, the metal like baton and Big pointing girl. it out. <laughs> I saw a little, uh, a little comparison of her. Holding that and then Sting holding the baseball bat out. It was, was like this so... is the same same parallel.
1: I don't, I don't, Holy shit. I like <laughs> you guys. I like you guys. You keep it up. That thing's bigger than her, man. She almost <laughs> bigger
0: than Rio. Hey man. She killed it. And then also how Riho went up to Jamie on the floor and kind of just like looked at her and she was like, Are you okay? And Jamie was like, Yeah, I'm good. And like they walked out the other side of the ring, didn't even no, no hate. Thanks for saving us, and then dipped out.
1: That was a so, nice twist, a good twist. We're not friends, but we don't like these people. You're right about so that. Is, kind of friends. The
0: enemy of my enemy is my friend. You so here's I
1: mean? the thing, then. So two questions I have was like, where's Sheeta? Because then, but she would side with the homegrown, right? But that would outnumber. These girls are outnumbered right now. Who's going to join the Jordan outcast? Then? Athena. That'd be dope. She's a heel as hell, bro. Athena's a beast. <laughs> she's a monster. She's and she's. There. She is from that company, too. She's been with them, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. She's booting Ruby, that's for sure. Yeah. But she to say
0: fun. who exactly is going to, like, even the even it out, not sure. Is the alliance actually going to happen with the homegrowns? Maybe. We'll see. But, like, Who knows?
1: Yeah, because it'd be easier to add just another heel of Brit. But you don't want to do that, right? I don't care. I'm excited. But, like, what do you do here? Because they're at this moment in time, they're outnumbered. And they're supposed to be your hot heels. And they are. They got a name. You got a, a, a Ruby just joined them.
0: We'll see. Definitely. We'll see. So then we go on.
1: And I believe it's main event. Uh, there was a another promo by Daddy Magic and Angela Parker. I'll be honest. I couldn't tell my feet on my end. My audio was not very good. Uh, but they're just praising them, and I said, "Tune to Rampage, Daddy uh, right. Magic, the Bollywood Boys." we great. like Rampage. We like rap music. <laughs> yeah, we like rap music. We like rap music too, guys. <laughs> I love, Daddy Magic. I love both of them, but Daddy Magic uh, is over. He's over. He's over. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, then we had promo by Ray Phoenix real quick. Just uh, Hob said did open challenge for his first title defense ever. Very surprising. Um, it's Ray Phoenix. Very surprising. Not mad. Just very surprised. He's a trio champion, he's he's a tag champion. Now he wants some gold around his waist as the singles. So that his first ever opponent would be Ray Phoenix, uh in Rampage. And then now we're at our yes, we're at our main event, which I did mark down, has 30 minutes of TV time. I know Ooh. I marked it down like t- legitly. I was like, 30 minutes. This is gonna be good. And you can this would be a talking point for a minute. So it's out of black versus leap versus the Jericho, appreciate society. So uh what, what do you got? What do you want? It's a lot to talk so about. We, what, so we what we want to talk about? about. <laughs> we want to talk about. about? I said that, not you, Cody. I said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, I like the match uh, very much. We're gonna we're gonna start it. We can just talk through this one. Um, okay, let's talk yeah, through, let's it. through it. Man. Started yeah. out with Brody King and Sammy Guevara uh, for their respective teams. So it's a it's a triple threat tag match, mm-hmm. but it's the classic AEW rules how they've been doing it where only two men you can tag out to anybody else. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be on your team, but they will be the ones in the action. Um, Doing a lot of work. Brody, of course, doing his thing, chopping down Sammy, um, grounding the high flyer. So good, good plays on that. Um, And then Garcia tagged in, but he was knocked down by Brody. And this, this brought a parallel to me. Um, Back in new Japan, you have Brody King always working with Daniel Garcia, a uh, younger Daniel Garcia, back when he was just known as Red Death. So in my head, I'm like, where's where's this like thing on one of Daniel Garcia's like last or latest matches when he he was tagging with Brody King? Um, Brody King put him over. He got the mic and he was like, "This guy is amazing. This is uh, Daniel Garcia. This is the Red Death. He's amazing." And like he's putting him over. And I was I was honestly hoping to see something like that um in this match but not really there but maybe we'll see a little more talking points on that um
1: what other notes did you have after well, i mean, big- i didn't know that i didn't know any of that was a thing to you said it right now oh, yeah. I, don't get, I don't get stuck on too much in that but i think the reason to answer your question is because spoiler alert they're not done yet because then dan garcia later on man pitch had the one-on-one match with brody and yes. so clearly that storyline is I'm, I'll get over there in a second, but it's not over with, so I don't want to stick on that too much. But that's you're, I didn't even know any of that. But they're yeah. they're not done. They got a lot of there's gonna be a lot more stuff between the JS looks like in the House of Black. Yes. I want that. Uh, so so Garcia gets in. Uh, Jericho then tags in the face Brody, but then Malachi tags in. So everybody's like, "Oh, this is gonna be crazy!" Whoa, whoa, whoa! Everybody literally jumps. Like everybody jumps in from all three factions. They all jump in, and it's everybody this chaos ensues to the outside. Uh, this time it goes a TV time it goes a TV uh, commercial break, so people are just on the outside beating each other out. Just highlights, yeah. People, um, Brody threw, threw Kenny into the staircase. Uh, Everybody. House again, of Black is dominating. Of, they, at this whole time, the House of Black has the advantage. Um, so they're far on the outside. Yeah, so that's what I have like three times. So back, Brody back in the ring with Chris Jericho. He's just chopping Chris. He then tags Malachi in the ring. Uh, he. Jericho misses his Jews effect and I forget the I don't want to say his WE name for it, but then Malikat hits his spinning heel kick move and they both miss. That's both a little dodge. So basically both a little finisher move little combo it's pretty cool. Uh then uh then I this I don't know if it was awkward for you, but like then he does like a knee, like a he grabs his kind of hooks him with his his arm and does like a backbreaker. It looked awkward to me. I've tried to be watched it several times.
0: I did maybe, I did watch that one. It was a little interesting.
1: Intentional though, maybe that's the way it was, but it was different. Uh he then tags Samian, who then does a sneaky tag to Garcia. They double team, they do a double team move to Malachi, then they do a little pose all JSS do a little do a pose. Uh Daniel stays in the ring for a bit while they both work on Malachi. Uh, Garcia, I mean. Well, same person. While they both work on Malachi. Oh, I put notes there. I noticed that he tags Samian, but for whatever reason, it's I believe it's Aubrey. Yeah. Daniel Garcia stays in the ring for quite some time, just illegally staying in yeah. the ring. Yeah. That's
0: what that's
1: what, what I that? didn't really. <laughs>
0: like, with this match. And I was very much hyped for this match. I was excited to see what was going But yeah. I thought it was very messy. Chaotic. I didn't. chaotic At one point and towards the
1: end, I was like, who's legal? Who's I'll, the one I'll, that's... I'll to- answer that for he you. Because did. I re-watched it several times to answer that question. That's not good. Because I Go didn't ahead. know. I knew off the bat he wasn't legal, bro. I didn't know how we got here. But we're Daniel, own. right? Daniel, so it, this is how... So the right guy was pinned. Let me tell you that. But this is how messy it was. I'm skipping a lot. We'll get in the middle of it. But in the ending, let me just read you what I put. It was confusing, honestly. Okay, so Floyd, the bat is used. Aubrey had to fake not seeing the bat. I put that in notes. Okay, so she literally saw it, but then fake not seeing it. That was bad. Then the reason the crowd, the crowd was hot the whole night, and they were hot during the match. If you watch it back, the reason they didn't react immediately is because it was confusing. So what happens is Garcia is the legal man at a point in time, okay? okay. And then Sammy slides in a ring to help Garcia beat up on Brody. And they beat up on Brody. Sammy does a shooting star press, I believe. And then Jericho tags Gar- Sammy when he was supposed to tag Garcia. So, so Jericho is in for the majority of the inning of this match. And he actually pins somebody, and Aubrey counts it two, one, two. Then the very end. Uh, so Jericho gets hit with the finisher, the Black Mass. And Garcia's—you can rewatch it. Garcia's on the apron, his hands out, or he's waiting for it. Instead of Jericho tagging Garcia to make him legal again, at least for the ending, he just rolls out. And you can—you uh, you can rewatch it again. You. So what happens is for a, about two seconds, one or two seconds, Malachi's in the ring. He's like, "I'm supposed to pin somebody, Mark. And Garcia's on the outside. The camera goes to the inner the ring, and all of a sudden, Garcia, for no reason, because nobody's on the apron, just hops in. Takes the pin, takes the the takes the black mask and it gets pinned. That's why the crowd doesn't react accordingly, because it was sloppy, dude. I the ending was really bad. I love the match for what it was, and we'll get more into it. But the ending was that ending of the match, not the ending. The ending of the match was bad. I actually took was, a whole point off for that. A whole point off for this.
0: It was tough to follow. And I mean it's yeah. not, it's like it's gonna happen. You got nine dudes in the ring, and it's so hard to like, okay um hit tag hit the tag hit the tag whose tag is next and who's supposed to be next in the ring i understand that but that's what made it very very much like a it was a hard thing for me to keep track of because i couldn't like get it all together i didn't understand like who who was legal at the end and i mean like yeah you can you can say what you want about it but like in my opinion that should be a very like that should be top priority this is a tag trios match so somebody has to be legal. If they're gonna eat the pin, make sure that they're legal. Um, and I mean, hey, whatever. It it happened already. And I, I did appreciate the match for what it was, but that was my biggest takeaway from it. It was hard to
1: follow my at certain points. That, my thing about that too is it's the reason I'm so hard on it is it happens. Don't be wrong. My thing is because as I rewatched it, it made Garce. You put Gar, you know, and not on purpose, they love each other. Like he's he got his back, he's training up but you put Garcia in a tough spot. Cause I, I also noticed Garcia looks at Jericho tagging the wrong person. But what can you call him, call him out? He can't, he literally do nothing. He's like, we didn't say like it's too late. So you're on TV. It's, it's people's, it happens. not blaming one person, but in my, the reason I'm really, I took a whole point off is cause that's sloppy. It's your main event. It was, it's a really good, fun match. I liked all of it. Except this, um, Jericho's a veteran. Come on. Sorry, Jericho, I know, Jericho, you're a vet, bro. I'm sorry. You know, you gotta do this stuff. You're, you're a legend. Let me actually elevate you. You're not a veteran. You're a legend successful legend you do know better and again you put daniel garcia in a hard spot and you put your boy you put malachi and the house of black in a hard spot too like it, it is and then i'm sorry but like the crowd didn't react accordingly you had a crowd being hot going there was when someone gets pinned there should have been a reaction there was literally you yeah. could hear dead silence bro for a second or two because people were, i'm confused. It was confused i was, was confused, confused. And I'm hot. We're hot. We're hyped, right? This match is a lot of good things. And you have, we're skipped over a lot of good things, like Kenny and Jericho teaming up versus Brody, because we had to get to the end real quick, because the ending was very sloppy. And I took a whole point off of that. I gave it a 3.5. Without that ending, I would have given a 4.5 for TV. I really would have. But the ending was, I can't keep saying enough, was very, the ending of the match, because the ending was great. (laughs) The ending was great. But the ending of the match was bad. But we'll go back. Uh, that's that's our opinion. Uh, you want to take on that subject? Because we'll go back to it briefly. you want to go say anything about that particular moment in that match?
0: Um, Just with it, man. Like, I, I'll agree with you. With a 3.5 to a 4 rating, maybe like a 3.8 for me, if we want to go, like, even smaller decimal points. I did mm-hmm. like it very much for what it was. Just the confusion parts of it. Like, you're right. Like, do what you got to do. I can't harp on it too much. I'm not in there doing the work. So I know, Fair. like, it's going to get confusing. But...
1: I mean, hey, shit. That's what, but that's Somebody what you get paid for. That's what you get paid for, buddy. I love you got. I loved AEW, but I have to be real. Like, you just can't do that in your main yeah. event, a championship match.
0: Very hype main event.
1: And I and I still gave three point five. I mean, it just, it just because the end. Anyway, so there's a lot of points I don't want to skip over. Like, uh Because Jericho and Kenny are from Winnipeg. Spoiler, everybody. I didn't know that if you didn't. the oh, kid, If oh, you didn't know Canada. that, they kept telling you. So they're from their. They're the. Sons of Winnipeg, and they would have one-on-one spots, which are great, don't get me wrong, and have a bunch of notes there. But what I also liked, again, uh, again, Smash was great for the most part, was at different points in time, different points too. Kenny and Chris would just double-team Brody because they're like, like he would be like Kenny would be like, hey Chris, like, come on, let's suplex him off the top rope. Yeah. Hey, let's like, and they would go back to fighting each other, but like, they're like, nah, this guy's is- and I like how the commentators said it too at this time, it's very obvious no one, not just these people, no one has an answer for Brody King. No one, he is an X factor right now. He just yeah. you have two legends, Kenny and Jericho, two former AW champions, singles, uh, world. You have Kenny, who's also a tag champ, etc., having to t- team up and take one man on. Like, that's how strong they're making them look. Uh, so I don't want to like gloss over that. That was very, very fun spot from those two. Uh, what do you have any highlights like? Because I know I have a bunch of young bucks have some highlights. What'd you like?
0: From this uh, let me see. There was a uh, there was a little callback to the uh, to the match at Revolution for the Trios Championship. So when uh, who was it? Nick took the knee from Matthews, right? At was Revolution. He... Oh, did he? I think so. I think Nick I took remember. it. Matt was. They were about to do the Meltzer Driver, and then again, <laughs> yeah, Nick took that. Uh But during the match, so. Nick was going into going into a move. Kenny's hitting snapdragons. He hits a snapdragon on Brody and then I, yeah. very quick yeah. in succession. I, I too, yeah. I very very much like that spot. Um Omega's doing like moon salts. He's doing the terminator uh tope tope cone the two. He's doing all of that, um Jericho's getting backbreakers in. Um uh, just very very much moving himself and then also Nick is doing a lot of stuff. Uh, took down Sammy, Sammy and Garcia. So he's doing like his, okay, I'm I'm also a seasoned veteran as well, very much as the Young book should be. Um, he's working Malachi. He hits him with a face buster. And then eventually Malachi gets him down with a knee strike to the face. So knee strike to Nick Jackson, Nick Jackson takes him out. And then from there, we keep rolling. Um, that was some things that stuck out to me. Um, I very much did like them. And I did like how you were saying as well, how they were putting Brody over Brody. Brody was taking a lot of work from everybody, but he was still Brody. I would say like he wasn't faltering at all. And yeah, very much himself. He was Brody. So he was being the monster that he is. God's hate. God's hate. They're putting him over. And honestly, I love it. I love it with him because his aesthetic, his moveset, doing the gonzo bomb, doing the, the boss man slams, like all of that stuff, he's very much a monster in his own right. And he's putting it, he's putting that work in.
1: He's what not, he's what Braun Strowman should have been in WWE. <laughs> he, he, he's the faction fits him, the music fits him, his moveset, the way he moves fits him, everything. Um, I'm a fan. I mean, we're all are, right. Right now, Birdie King's over a- AF, uh, the whole faction is. Do something with Julia Hart, but she probably will. She is undefeated since she actually joined the dark, uh, dark Order through the House of Black. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. He'll turn. Face turn. <laughs> <laughs> Face turn. Uh, there's some other, uh, like, okay, here's another thing. Everybody Everybody mostly did well in this match, even Buddy. Buddy didn't have a lot of time, but Buddy looked, uh, looked good. Yeah, uh, But there's a part where Jericho hits a code breaker on Omega. Omega kicks out too. And for some reason, shows us a backroom brawl. It's Hangman with the Dark Order versus the Blackpool Combat Club, and in my head at this time, I'm like that's cool. I guess who cares? So I was like, damn, what? they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I was like, I mean, it was chaos. I was like, just all these people fighting here, There's people fighting here. I was like, whatever. What's uh, gonna happen? Yeah. And then I get back into this. Uh, Jericho, Jericho tries to hit the Lion Salt, but Kenny's knees are up. And then we get a hot tag to Matt Jackson, uh, which Matt Jackson looked crazy. Cause I put my notes yeah. here. Like, he like suplexed suplex, I think Garcia four times, yeah, with the, no- with the logo northern lights. Yeah. And then Sammy comes in and he suplexes them. I'm like, oh man, see, this is the part where, but here's the part I put, this is the part where it gets sloppy, though. See, Daniel was the legal man here, and Sammy slides in. Sammy slides in illegally, which is not a problem because we talked about it earlier. There, people were staying in the ring more than was supposed to, and for some reason. Daniel is a legal man. But this is the part where Jericho tags Sammy. And this is where things get chaotic, and I, I have a lot of notes about this, but we already talked about it. I'm not gonna beat over the head. Uh, it ha- stuff happens. I still enjoyed it. You still enjoyed it. Uh, plus, as, I'm gonna be honest with you. The that really wasn't the ending. That was the ending of the match. But um, I'll let you say this one. So we talked about the ending. One, two, three. House of Black retains. They are still your trios champions. Uh, what happens after this? What happens after this is. The fight from the
0: backstage spills out towards the what? ring.
1: What? So you it got the Black Club,
0: you got the dark order, they're going at it, and they're walking or they're making their way to the ring while they're at the same time like fighting still, like side like by, by side, side. Yeah. They're just like, Yeah, I'm gonna get this guy, I'm gonna get this guy, and oh no, I'm gonna get him. So they're they're going off, and then eventually, uh, we get to the center of the ring. Hangman is in the ring, and he's he's just kind of waiting the Blackpool Combat Club is about to go in there and take on. Yeah. So you got Yuta, Claudio, and Mox getting on the side of the ring apron and they're stepping in the ropes. Who jumps in right behind Hangman?
1: Kenny Omega, Matt, and Nick Jackson. The Elite. elite. And the reason the big deal is because we didn't mention this, but uh, Evil Uno was taken to the hospital in storyline and still was with them. So... It was only Hangman, Reynolds, and John Silver. John Silver and Reynolds were fighting uh, whoever they were fighting because it was chaotic. So they are fighting whoever. So Hangman was left alone. And then, like you said, uh, we get this shot of, like, the Blackpool combat club is about to go in there and just devour Monks. And then, like, the camera shoots pans behind them, and the Elite are there. The Elite. The, the Elite. Kenny's face is conflicted. He looks kind of pissed. But he's backing his boys up. Mm-hmm. Matt and Nick were ready to go at it. You can tell they were gonna go. And Hang- Hangman, we don't and we don't know as a viewer because Hangman doesn't see them because the camera's showing Hangman is looking in the middle at the Blackpool Combat Club, and the leader a couple steps behind, about three or four steps behind him. So he doesn't know, but we know as viewers that hey, these guys are backing him up. And then it cuts off. In my opinion, people are kind of split on this at a perfect time. He's about to turn around, and we don't see the reaction. And then cuts to like, black. Yeah, we don't know what it's like. Too big on the dude. They're like, ah. Oh! but that was loved i loved the ending the ending was great the ending of this show was amazing to me like that got me legit like oh man i can legit cannot wait for this wednesday that's what happened i was like what i gotta wait a week for this or till rampage either or you know it worked what do you think about that ending
0: you like it very very much loved it um the elite as a whole they've been my favorite faction um for years um with what they've done story story storyline wise for the past three years with this same shot of hangman standing on one side of the ring and the elite kind of counteracting him on the other side of the ring if we go back to revolution when him and him and omega were tag champs and hangman was standing on one side of the ring and there were just omega and the bucks were standing over here and they were just like hey everything's all right like it's okay um whatever come hang out with us no, didn't work out. And Hangman kind of just walked out of the ring after Revolution, after that lot, after the win, after the retain. Um, and then to keep going with it into another time where it was just the Bucks and Hangman in the ring. And then another portion where it's the same three people on one side of the ring with Hangman. But instead of malintent this time, now you have them in a place like you were about to get your ass kicked
1: and we're. We're, we're here. We're, like, we're here we were right behind you. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. here. We're right well, behind well, you. We're ready to risk it for you. We don't know about Kenny, and that's not a bad thing. Kenny, we don't know about Kenny because nothing went down. We I know if I had money on it, Nick and Matt, we're gonna jump in there. Kenny's face, I don't know. Because his face it was, was bad. It we'll, was very much conflicted. But he could go in there. I'm not saying I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's good TV. Because Kenny and Hangman, you know, did not end on the best of terms. I mean, neither mm-hmm. are the young bucks, but they're more we, we know they're more soft-hearted plus he didn't fight he didn't fight he didn't take their belt like he took kenny's belt from him you know
0: yeah and if you think about it too the bucks did already kind of like make up with hangman they already kind of did because they asked him like hey uh we need a we need a third man for our trios for the trios competition no right yeah yeah Yeah, i forgot we can bring back the hung bucks we can bring back the hung bucks and do everything
1: that was a little Hey, sorry about... Hey, sorry about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then he was like, Ah, no, I can't. Sorry. Um, I'm going to stay out of this one. But thank you. So they've already made up for the most part. Kenny, on the other hand, and Hangman haven't really had connection or
1: conversation. I think Kenny's the last man to beat. I mean, to lose to Hangman, isn't he? I think so. And was like, that's the last guy to beat him. Because he took the belt from him. And then he got hurt. And then
0: he was... He was on on his... uh,
1: Back for the trios, he came back for the, he came back for the trios, and now I think this chapter for the moment is over, in the trios. So what is? See, so what's gonna happen, man? Like that's super exciting. Like what is gonna happen? Like that's Who knows? that's good. I'm like I said, I'm super excited for what's gonna happen storyline.
0: And then like like we were all saying because I was messaging you as soon as it happened, and I was like, dude, I gotta find the the like regular like oh yeah, this happened after. TV was cut, or like after the air. You found was,
1: it, but I we was missed it. For it
0: And we didn't miss anything. Nah, Kenny we missed left. anything. What we did notice, though, what I did notice from it, Kenny was the first one to leave the ring.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? That did influence my my decision making because that was different. Yeah, he definitely was first to leave. Like like that actually.
0: <laughs> he was the first to leave. The Bucks stayed in the ring for a little bit, and they're like, okay, let's let's go. Um, they there was another parallel that I saw, or like another moment that I saw where um, Hangman. Was he turned around and faced them, and the Bucks were a little bit closer to him? Kenny was like at least one step behind the Bucks. I don't know if that was on purpose. I don't know if that was placement. But if it was on purpose and that was like legitimate story, that shows how much more the Bucks they are willing him. to be there for Hangman.
1: They just miss him. Kenny is looking. I think I don't know anything. I think Kenny will come around. But Kenny's a little pissed off, and that's fine. They fought. He's if he's if and I can go back, probably do it right now and just look it real quick. But I think I'm pretty sure that was his last loss. Uh, I think so. His singles was Hangman Page because he came back too early, quotation marks, for the trios match in K And then the whole thing happened with TM Punk. So he actually hasn't lost until a singles match instead. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Because around that time, that's when Hangman was still champ. And then he had the beef with CM Punk. And then they did all that stuff. And
1: Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff, yeah, that stuff that, uh, but, time, <laughs> time, Time went by. Yeah.
0: With it, though, very much super good segment. Very, very good way, like you said, because it had me super invested. I was like, I need to see what happens. Like, I need to see what happens next because they're in the ring together now. So now what am I going to do tomorrow? As soon as 11 p.m. CST hits, I'm going to watch BTE because they're going to mention that. That's going to be a talking that. point. I didn't think about that because if you look at that moment exactly when the bucks jump in the ring the bucks and kenny jump in the ring cutler's recording with the camera and he starts jumping around on the outside so that's that's some bte footage right there so B- we're gonna get something
1: bte i forgot about, I, I stopped watching i need to start, start watching you yeah. It's very much a good way to
0: keep up with or they do stitch storylines into that still. And I, I love it because it's just it's an easy watch. It's like a good 10 20 minute episode sometimes.
1: And But the reason I don't watch it is they're just like because not everybody watches it. And so I feel like the product should tell you enough. But I do like the extra behind it. like if you the good thing about it is if you want more storyline you can go to be like you said Monday you can go to BTE and uh, I believe Elevation and then Tuesday you can watch dark, you know, to feature to you know eat your appetite fill that little palette up and then wednesday you have the main event which is dynamite so i i get what you're saying and i get why people watch it but i also not like watching it because if you don't watch it do you still get the same ah? Uh, and i can say for certain because i don't watch that in months probably yeah, about six months i do get the same love for the storyline i am still pumped for this storyline but yeah I, oh, probably, yeah I probably will watch it again just simply because i do want some extra behind the scenes stuff you know i it's i'm here for this story is one of the top stories for me uh, i'm always a women's fan so i like to i like the outcast storyline because i don't know what's going on there i also like because uh rampage is, is going to continue this because we don't know at this time but uh jericho Appreciation society and the house of black are not done yet uh, i didn't know that but they are still going to be rivals um because that goes into rampage and we can answer that more in a little bit but that's i didn't know that i mean but honestly i should have not saw that coming because they're the ones fighting they go, they those two factions fight and leave the whole scene, and we're, yeah. le- we're stuck with the Blackpool Combat Club and uh Hangman the Elite and the Young Hangman the Elite. So, I don't know, man. I'm super excited. We're gonna have to see, yeah, yeah. it's
0: gonna come with time, but we are gonna see for sure. And the story's finally moving again with this one, so it's hey. good.
1: It took years, and I'm okay with that because I legit forgot this was a thing. I'm like, oh, this was a thing. The long st- term storytelling, I watched them for for years on you, I watched being elite when was, they wouldn't even, when they were in indies and added full gear, the parody off a of hangman page talking to Pat, like they've been friends yeah. for so long. Full gear, right? Full gear, right? Pat, hangman full gear. Really? <laughs> like they're <be> <laughs> what, what do you mean on the body for? It? But like, it was, was sucked. It should we should box this really funny. It, it it sucks because imagine not being able to do stuff with your friend for that long, and now it's like I can do stuff with my friend again. Like that's cool. Like it took years. You couldn't mm-hmm. wrestle, even wrestling, like hate hate hey, your friend, you know, the heel. You couldn't wrestle with Kenny or the Young Bucks. I mean, what's the last time we seen? I don't even remember the last time I saw him in a ring together, man. That was when they last time we saw him. Yeah, when I Kenny
0: lost when Kenny lost
1: the, the belt. To hang yeah, then, which like them, which was like a year ago, and they didn't help, right? They didn't, they didn't turn on him, right? They let him go. That's right, they let him go. Yeah, they looked at him with the approval
0: yeah. and they were like, Do it. Do you did, think yeah.
1: Because first they, they used to catch his leg and stuff, those heels.
0: uh who knows? But we will see. Uh, we're gonna see this week, possibly something else. Um, if not within the coming months, we're gonna definitely see something happen. And I till very much am, till May,
1: right? We have to be a few months till May.
0: Yeah, we got like two months until yeah. double or nothing. Yeah, but we work. have
1: plenty of time to build.
0: Yeah. But we will see, and that is building up to um I would say the Blackpool Combat Club versus the
1: Elite. I don't know. I mean, I would agree with you. Because who agree. do you
0: got? You got a four man team in the elite if they take Hangman. You got a four man team in the Blackpool Combat Club, also, if Danielson comes back into the fray.
1: I don't know if Daniel's – I assume he'll be heal, but when he left, he was a face. So if he's like, I gotta stop
0: being such a fucking sad guy. Yeah,
1: what if he comes back like yeah, I gotta back my boys up, they look ruthless. And I was a nice guy. They kept I've never won as a nice guy. Let me come back as a bad guy and win. You know, yeah, so yeah, that. the classic yeah, <laughs> heel. Oh, you people never helped me. You know that, that classic, even though we cheered you everywhere you went. <laughs> Yeah, but whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we never did this. You're right. Yes, yeah. The thing about but, those uh, guys is even if they're heels, <clears throat> I'm still gonna cheer them. Like, I don't I know why people are in denial that I don't know about all the people, but like some people are like, Are they heels? Bro, they're heels, they're bad guys, <laughs> they're not very good people, and That's it's okay. It's You're okay bad, if they're dude. bad, it's all right. Yeah, it's fine, bro. Somebody has to hate them. Yeah, not me though. <laughs> not, <laughs> not me, not I'm gonna cheer them. Not me.
0: But now let's uh let's keep it rolling. Let's get into Rampage now. Um, oh, we oh, had Rampage.
1: This is Rampage. first
0: match of Rampage, Hobbs and Phoenix answering the open challenge for the TNT Championship. I'm gonna let you
1: spin this one. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right. Hobbs versus Phoenix. His first title defense, and actually I put this in a regular match because uh, when he won, it was in a last, uh, no holds bar, right? Like yeah. Uh, or no, anywhere. All mm-hmm. anywhere yeah yes, sorry that about one. that yeah so it's his first actual match wrestling match to fame the title uh phoenix uh power versus speed your classic power versus speed it's the q tv crew yeah i said that right A uh, minus the blonde woman who we don't know the name of she's actually fast forward a little bit ahead she's actually in the audience filming on her phone they show this on camera for i guess QTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, i got some notes here um phoenix looks good for most of this um well, let me rephrase that Phoenix is selling an injury, but there's a part where Phoenix gets on the mid-rope. He does he tries like a flying crossbody, I think, but then yes. like he tries at least. Hobbs doesn't catch him. Hobbs just like runs into him with the shoulder and he just sells it. Phoenix just falls on the ground like it's a ragdoll. Great mm-hmm. scene. Great scene. Uh made Hobbs look really powerful. Um, so um, let's see. Then we have Phoenix doing a Tope, what is it called? suicide? What do you call it? Tope Suicida. Two he'll pay twice, Hobbs still on his on his feet. Then he does a backflip. Uh and then he drives into Hobbs, finally get knocked off. Phoenix looked really good in this. Uh this match was really good. Uh there's a part where he's just Irish whips Phoenix in the corner, Hits a turnbuckle twice, and there's one part when he whips him into the corner and like Phoenix like foot hits the thing, and like looks like a crash happens, just throwing him yeah. into It's crazy man
0: fenix did a lot of good like selling and injury selling and basically like move selling for hobbs Not to make selling. him look like that monster that he is he calls himself the monster shout out to space jam um, copyrighted <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Um, but very very good work from fenix i did like a lot of that stuff did you have an uh, some other highlights from there
1: yeah, a ballet kick from Phoenix. Uh, he yes. Does the I pop just looked at that from my yeah, He <laughs> does a Pele kick. That's one of my favorite moments. One of them. One of them. He Pele kicks, does a the pop-up, then he uh, Hobbs blocks the Lariat, but then all of a sudden, Phoenix does two corkscrew kicks. It was crazy. I don't know to tell you. Like, that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix had a – and then, okay, he's beating up Hobbs. He does those corkscrew kicks, then he gets on the rope to do his thing. This part amazed me. This yes, is, he, he didn't botch. He did it on purpose. Then he had a fake that he met that his legs hurting, so he can't get the move off. And Hobbs he's trying to do, I call it skin the cat. I don't know what he calls it. He's trying to do it again. He doesn't botch. He's selling this move that he messed up. And Hobbs yanks him from the rope and yes. he sells that bump. Uh, like Phoenix, you're right. Like you said earlier, he made Hobbs look powerful. Not that he needs to, but he made him look powerful. So Phoenix, that was amazing because, again, he didn't botch. He had, like, fake botch. He had, like, fake that he couldn't do the move because his leg was hurting. And yeah. it looked really it looked really well done. Um, Yeah, Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Phoenix tends to the top ropes. He hits with a frog splash. But he couldn't yes. pin immediately. Couldn't pin immediately because he's selling that shoulder and he kicks out. Oh, uh, they good. You know, highlights? Yeah, a lot of good touches. This match is really good.
0: Uh, let me see. Overall... I just exited out of my notes for some reason. I did like um, QTV being on the outside. You had QT doing some cheap shots on the outside to Fenix. You had Aaron Solo on the other side of the ring, um, just doing his thing, whatever, distracting the ref. Um, But overall, there was one part that I really did like. In the beginning, Hobbs was showing his strength very early on. Fenix was trying to do his acrobatics and like his speed and all that stuff, but Hobbs was kind of like, uh, what did Phoenix do? Phoenix did a a flying elbow. Hobbs no sold it. Oh yeah. you absolutely he Took right. a flying elbow and just walked around in a circle. He was like, all right, cool. Doing his things. Um, like you said, Phoenix was doing tope suicidas. He did two and then did a springboard moonsault onto the outside to catch Hobbs and finally take him down, which is a good, which is a good thing because you see Hobbs going against like all these other, these other big dudes and they're doing things to him that he can, like kind of sell them. like it, it makes sense because like you've got these big beefy dudes and they're doing things um on this basis and this level of power that is knocking them down but then you have fenix who is more he's very much seasoned fenix is in his own right is a veteran and i will say a legend in his own status because dude is great dude is amazing and with okay. penta himself i would say they're one of the best tag teams out there so yeah, um really really but good. to but to keep rolling on it fenix was doing something to hobbs that i think was very beneficial because it showed you're not going against the jobber for the tnt title you're going against someone that's very much seasoned and actually active within the rankings and the roster of aew so you're a have- champion uh not yes, a, singles, a, but champion. a
1: former champion yeah not a singles but still a champion we're still you know like, like levels up in this form of like for the video game of his opponents Yeah. yeah yeah definitely someone who's not your average jobber like you said he has some prestige to this guy
0: yeah so they they keep it going um he actually takes multiple power slams and uh spine busters from hobbs there was the what was it it was like fenix was whipped into the corner he was down on the ground hobbs grabs him by both arms Pulls him up into the air to kind of like get him airborne a little bit and then transitions that into a spine buster. He takes that, um, that's a near fall, which I thought was pretty impressive. I've had in my
1: notes, my, my notes like Hobbs almost kills Phoenix. He's finally like, goes to the turnbuckle and falls on the ground, but then Hobbs lifts him into the spine buster. He throws him in, whips him, looks like he breaks him into a spine buster in one momentum. Like, yeah, he's, like boom, bounce off turnbuckle, lifts him, fine buster. I was like, he's killing Phoenix, he's not, but it looks like it. But he didn't. At that moment, he does not finish Phoenix off.
0: I thought it was super good. Um, and then eventually we go into the, uh, torture rack finisher. Yeah, I don't know. The for it. so. Yeah. The torture rack. He has him up, and then he goes into the move town business. Town business. Uh, I heard exactly. town, business. town business. Uh, town business. Uh, how town Town
1: business. Let me see the spelling a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that finishes
0: it. Gets the three count. And personally, I gave this match a. Three, two point eight to a three. It was good. 3. It was good. I gave it three. I'm sorry, I'm I just
1: gave it a three. Yeah, I gave it a three.
0: And then also we go after the bell, and we have QT hitting a diamond cutter on Alex. I put. So, I
1: put. I put I this was, it. it was a disgusting move. QT Marshall should be ashamed. <laughs> I, it was unnecessary. Done QT now.
0: was justified. Why was Alex? Why was Alex in the ring? That is a disgusting. That move. That pops here this time Marshall, right there. Bro. QT, that is,
1: QT, that go up. Disgusting. Go on, you should be ashamed of yourself. I put a three as well. I agree. I have a three. I put I enjoyed this match since considering there was no build at all, minus an open challenge. Mm-hmm. If there was any build, I would have given it more, but it was a great match. Uh, there's, oh. actually, a, there's actually a good one too. A good little highlight where Phoenix has the momentum, he has a roll through, and he's in the midair. Hobbs counters into my spine buster again. And that's yes. what, oh, it's the finisher, it's the finisher. It's a little bit before the ending of, of the uh, of the oh, and this one, This this one's amazing. I have to get this out there. So there's a part where let me see. Um, oh, I had it here. So Phoenix tries a German suplex Hobbs, but he weighs too much. But then Hobbs he reverses and whips Phoenix into the rope. Phoenix is a backflip, literally over Hobbs, does the backflip over him, and then he German suplex Hobbs. That yes. was one of the scenes. that was that amazing. Was very good yeah, that was really good. Uh, he kicks out of course, but that's great match. I agree with you. It was three. Uh, I liked for, it a lot. It was, yeah, it was, good for
0: both of them and very good match. for their in-ring work. Especially they I thought they worked very well together. I've never um, seen them
1: together that I can remember. I'm being mm-hmm. honest with you. They may Same someone here. may fact check this and that's fine. But I've not on TV at least, I can't recall a single match of these two. We even seen them in the ring together. I yeah. just can't. And there I, could have
0: been a tag match back in the day, but maybe. I'm singles about, yeah. they did very well together i think yeah. they they highlighted both of their showcases very well
1: it's um, a match i didn't yeah. know i wanted of course that's i'm not taking anything off Hobbs. we're big hob fans but phoenix can, phoenix can make anybody look good phoenix is amazing oh, yeah, dude. So, i mean i love amazing
0: phoenix. stellar an amazing in-ring worker and you can tell he like he cares yeah
1: he yeah. cares how I mean. he's
0: gonna look and how he cares how
1: other as much look. as
0: his performance is gonna be on him Yours. He also has to, your dance partner, you got to work with your dance partner well. So, agreed. Um, and he on to he, that one. Very good
1: match, fun match, uh, fun rampage. It starts a rampage, yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, after that, we just get a couple. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about this promo, not too much though. It was probably the uh, most impacting promo of the night in terms of storyline. Adam Cole is this, they're kind of pitching two things one, he's pitching the AW All Access show that comes out March 29th. But really, what he's pitching also is his return to the ring. Uh, I didn't know this. I think I mentioned to you earlier before we recorded it. But it's been nine months he's been gone slash injured. Nine months, dude. That's almost a year. <laughs> that's a that's long cra- time. That's crazy. Um, I don't, we, at this time, we don't know who his opponent is. Okay. Uh, we still don't know. But we know that March 29th is his first – that's 10 days from the day of this recording. We'll see. We'll see. So with that um, one
0: – It was a it was a good thing to see him actually talk about it and do his like, okay I'm coming back. Like, get excited. Get excited. March 29th. So that's not this coming Wednesday, but the week after that, um, from this time of recording. And I'll I'll be honest, I'm interested to see who he's going to face.
1: Me too. Because as of
0: right now, he has no allies.
1: They're building up like it's supposed to be a big deal because normally you just be like, it's this guy versus this guy maybe it's for injury reason i'll give you that it's at the time it's a couple weeks out but that's kind of weird we're 10 days at this time it's recording from the time of the show a week down and we don't know who two weeks out excuse me we don't know who's in the face okay yeah
0: okay we're gonna i'm see okay it. with it we're see for
1: sure yeah
0: um but we keep it going uh we have another promo Stu grayson calling out mox so doing his thing he's like you hurt my partner you hurt evil uno you hurt my brother um so now i'm gonna come after you and i'm gonna do what i have to do and he's claiming in himself that He's gonna beat Mox. Um, I want to see it. What are they gonna do?
1: I don't know. I'm there. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Do
0: we got some heel antics from the BCC? Yes. Obviously, he's not gonna come out alone, but Stu doesn't have to come out alone either because I think you he'll... also
1: have Silver and Reynolds. Are they selling Uno being hurt? He's in the hospital. I don't know. I'm okay with it though. Silver and Reynolds, and where does Hangman possibly in all this? Maybe. Yeah, where does Hangman fit in all this?
0: Unless he starts becoming more like okay, um, now I the elite stepped in and they were like right behind me and I'm jumping. Do way I focus to them? Yeah,
1: I am waiting way too far ahead. Then the dark order be but her. He's back with the elite. We're here. And we turn on him. Yeah, I don't know. That's way too far ahead. <laughs> we'll know. see. We'll um, see.
0: but yeah, good promo from that. Uh, and then we continue on. We have Taya Valkyrie's in ring debut versus mm-hmm. Ava Lawless. Hey,
1: cool name. Not gonna lie, Ava. Cool name
0: um very cool name uh she gets worked out uh very much a squash uh yeah, kind super. to build um show of strength uh big chops she's doing very big power moves um she also hit a spear i will say it did look a little iffy i, put I think it was on her i, I think meh. it was on the other the other it was on no person yes uh, <laughs> just because she jumped back into the ropes and instead of like keeping the momentum going, she kind of hesitated a little bit and then started moving. So it was a, it was just a little interesting. Um, and then wrote to Valhalla. I wrote it down. That I wrote it down too. There there we go. Yeah,
1: just the notes. It's funny you say that because I have meh, M-E-H, spear, meh, spear, and then wrote to Valhalla. It's actually her finisher at KJ. Those are my notes right there. And then she, she hits that
0: and then. As that as that finishes, she gets the count. One, two, three. Wins, obviously. And then we have a cut to Jade on the outside watching with Mark Sterling in her corner. So Mark Sterling is talking to her, whispering in her ear. And what I liked, the commentary team actually brought it up. And they're like, um, he's probably saying like that they can sue her for using the move. the move. And I was like, that's honestly a very good angle. And I do appreciate it. I like it. Because that'll build up more heat between them. Because, yes, they do have the same finisher. Um, but if you think about like all the other women wrestlers that have used it before, it's very much a high-status, like big power move finish. Um, to name another person off the top of my head that uses this, Beth Phoenix. That's also Beth Phoenix's finisher. So to draw a comparison with that, you have three powerhouse women who use this and very much succeed in the way that they show this move and how it actually can very much finish a match. So you have Mark Sterling doing his little angle, like, oh, don't don't do anything. We're gonna, we're gonna get her. I, I'd imagine what the commentary team actually ties into that. And it's just gonna be like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna sue her, just like how they did with the varsity athletes, um, and the varsity and, blondes.
1: And how stokely did the Anita Page to do uh Hardy and take all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like- so I
0: think. That might be something that falls into like, this.
1: Uh, maybe a move versus move, whoever wins gets to use their move. I don't know. I'm just putting stuff out there Get to keep the finisher. Who knows?
0: Uh, yeah, I am.
1: I am. The, the match was meh, but that little part with right their storyline was why I gave. What'd you give it? I gave it a one point five. I exactly what I gave it. Honestly, it was part of the story. It wasn't even the match. Oh, well, she looked good, Valkyrie. She looked good. It was just the debut. A That's all yeah. it was. But the story is what. It wasn't her fault. It was. Just, it was a jobber. And the match though, you, you got a story. We got a little bit of a story, a little bit of a match. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes, and I'm glad they're not immediately giving her a title shot because that'd be kind of weird. But I'm okay with yeah. that happening.
0: <laughs> Keep it climbing. Um, yep. But we continue on, and yep. we have a very good segment. So go I'm ahead with favorite. this segment.
1: One of our, both our favorite parts. It's a quick little, maybe 30 second promo. It's Stokely, Paige, Matt Hardy, Isaiah, uh, Ethan Page, of course. Funny bit. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not. I'll have let you tell your favorite part. My favorite part is Matt Hardy because he's training to fight a hook. In this, I believe Bart—they're no all DQ. bars in the ring. No DQ. No one can save him because that's part of the rules. It's one on one. He's gonna face Hook in this upcoming uh, edition of Dynama. So he's body slamming him. It's like ow oh, that hurt. And Matt Hardy's like, all right, we gotta do this four or five <laughs> more times. And then Ethan Page's like, what? Why? And that's like because yeah, his body has to get used to it. And is like, oh yeah, true, true, true. And the next scene, the next like, he's a suplex machine. And he's like, Why are we doing body slams? Then it's like, one of my favorite parts, you know. Uh, what's your favorite part? Uh,
0: my favorite part from this segment was when um they were like, We gotta do the red room. And uh Isaiah's like, All right, all right. So he gets him into the red room and Stokely like puts his hand down and like tickles Isaiah in the ribs, and he's like, hey. and
1: he's him. like, it, it worked, it worked, it, it worked, worked, it worked. It, that, that's to go over too much, but it's funny little. Thirty second. night. It, it was it was a good really one good. because legitimately
0: it, it made me laugh maybe it laugh. made me laugh and i, I was laugh. like i want to see it now is it going to be a squash maybe but do i want to see stokely do something because very much stokely is i would say one of my favorite Act. Um, managers <laughs> yeah i would say um in this specific era that we're at right now in AEW, he's very much a good He's good on the mic, he has good skill, and he can very much talk his way out of anything. Um, but now you have him in a match, which is something that I haven't seen a lot of the other managers do. And this little training montage, like him going up the stairs, like, give me a fist bump, give me a fist bump. Um, they're all in it,
1: they're all in it. It was, it was good. So I'm excited to see it. Same. I just, did, uh, I believe Matt Hardy has an ulterior motives at the beginning. Uh, I'll tell you off, off recording. I think he's planning from the start. I think he's losing on purpose. I think he set this matchup. I think this is a way to get historically hurt. I'm, I'm. This match is going to be interesting, to say the least. I'm excited for mm-hmm. it. I'm excited for it.
0: We will see. But then we got another segment, or actually, yeah. I'm sorry. We go into a match. We got the Bollywood Boys versus the J.S.'s Daddy Magic Matt Menard and Cool, cool Hands.
1: The cool, cool names. <laughs> the cool names.
0: Um, very much a. Mid card match, uh, yeah, building up the JAS for I'm believing a possible feud with the acclaimed
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> um,
0: doing that work, they're going through it. The Bollywood boys themselves are very good athletes. Um, I've seen them before very, very loosely. Um, but the JAS, when I was watching this match, they were very over. People were cheering for them and they were cheering for Matt Bernard. Daddy
1: Magic was definitely over, yeah. So yeah. they were Matt doing Bernard. that stuff
0: and i do like uh just to just to fast forward a little bit their finisher was an elevated
1: double ddt i, don't know, I, put that too. I didn't know that i didn't know that and so yeah.
0: very very good that's how they won they got the they got the win with it and then overall i just like to see them working together i gave this a
1: two i give it a two two as well i'm not even lying i gave it a two and they scissored. And they did scissor yeah
0: yeah, you said
1: That's uh, last thing. A little funny thing you said earlier. They we love rap music was during the match. <laughs> yeah. Uh we Nat love Knar rap music. That. <laughs> and he, we love rap music, and they won. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's just it is what it is. It was a good little fun match to get them. Uh, and they're clearly gonna go after the claim because of their little recent uh, bickering with them, recruiting them, and not getting recruited. Yeah, I give it a two, and I'm we'll see where it goes. I'm excited. Definitely. After um, man, don Callis and uh who's catching t- promo oh it's a catcher yeah oh yeah very very quick promo uh yeah he was i very little notes don Callis shows up with the uh, man with the d- traditional drum some flowers drum. Jones, uh-huh. some, some flowers there was a crowd someone had a WWE belt i saw it i saw it oh i didn't uh, see yeah, that yeah. yeah yeah i saw it. uh but Just it's a random belt. random crowd uh he shows up uh i don't he's very like taken aback by don don's just like yeah this is what you gave it with me and it's, it's a funny line It's like it's a hug rug and he gives him a hug you know oh yeah <laughs> uh, i think he's in there i think he's with them i think they're working together now so that being a mystery uh definitely I think. yeah yeah okay yeah yeah um that gives us to the main event which again this is the second week i've noticed it our third episode the second week it no talking it's literally a vignette from Excalibur explaining why they're fighting. It's gonna be Daniel Garcia against Brody King in a singles match uh, because he got in our last uh, episode, of Dynamite. We just reviewed it. He got, he took the pin. He took the pin, and yeah. lost the the championship. So now we have a one on one match. All we get is Mark Henry saying it's time for the main event. Uh, yeah. We go to the entrances entrance, uh, where we have Brody King entering first, and we have Daniel Garcia entering. Uh, I'll start off by saying it was a good match. In the beginning, it's kind of meh. Because Dana Garcia was running. Oh, I'm sorry. Julia Hart accompanies Brody Kings. And Chris Jericho comes with Dana Garcia. Uh, I'll just start with my thoughts on this. Um, it's a lot of running from Dana Garcia at the beginning. We get a drop Garcia to start the action. But Brody immediately shows his power. Deanna uh, tries to run again. But Julia Hart blocks him. And he tries his move. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Dana tries to run again inside the ring. Julia Hart gets in front of him. And he's doing his little sexy moves. I did catch. I did catch Julia breaking character, uh, but it was pretty funny because he was pretty funny. And then Brody chops him. Yeah, Brody chops him. Uh then Brody sits up a chair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget this. Oh, yeah, super yeah. good. Spot. Garcia's messed up. So he, he chops him, he sits him on the chair. He, and this is on the outside against the uh, I guess you called not the, the case. Barricade. barricade, there you go. So he's sitting down, and Brody starts oh, oh crowds with him. It's kind of cool, little scene. Gets momentum, mm-hmm. and there's like I guess a cannonball. It's a crossbody whoa, whoa, over crossbody, yeah. Ouch. But I did notice most of his, most of his power went to the barricade. Good for yeah. Brody. So, so he squashes Dan Garcia. Oh breaks well, his back. Uh Julia does smile at the impact. Uh then we get um they're still fighting the outside. Brody is chasing Dana Garcia. Dan Garcia gets a whole hold. Brody falls, boom, hits his head on the steel case, uh still staircase, excuse me. And that's when the match does change momentum. At this time, Brody is a little groggy, so they he put Garcia gets the back in the ring, and he does, uh, he does actually start winning the match momentum-wise. So he's hurt from the staircase, so Garcia is hitting him, but he kind of messes up because he's a sports entertainer. So he keeps dancing after he he's has. Starting, he's starting to
0: work the crowd,
1: so it's it's low-key funny. I'm not gonna lie. If people the uh, the uh, commentators are getting mad at him, I believe it's Paul. Yeah, Paul White. No, yeah. no BS, Paul White. Yeah, yeah, Paul White and uh, Excalibur on the. Call and they're like, Stop doing that! it's so funny because he should stop, but he's not. Uh, anyways, Brody chops Daniel uh Garcia and it echoes like really loud again. I noticed that Julia smiled at this. Uh, and then we get a oh, okay. So, towards the end of this, we have Brody, classic he does all the time. He has Garcia in the corner sitting down and he does that. Can we rolls in them? And this is a cannonball, we literally can sets on upside down. I don't. Obviously, it doesn't hurt the people that much. But I don't care who you are. hurt. You. Yeah, yeah, that's a big man doing a move to you. Um, so the impact. He normally would have probably won there, but Garcia has leg on the rope. Nice, all right. Then Garcia mm-hmm. does touch. a nice little callback to his, his his mentor, does the wall of Jericho to Brody. We get a loud pop. Boom, Brody. Brody gets out. He, like, army crawls. But what does happen? I didn't see this coming, which I should have. Is we get some sports entertainer antics and. Floyd comes out and Jericho hits he hits uh Brody King with the bat and then Garcia puts a move on him. I don't know what submission is. It's like a... um
0: it's kind of like a crucifix uh kind of like face.
1: Yeah, yeah, face yeah. He uses hands on him. Yeah. It didn't yeah. really matter cuz he was just doing it for the show cuz he was actually knocked out by the bat. Uh but then we do we do our classic one arm down, two, three, he's out. Garcia wins. I didn't know there was a funny moment cuz Bryce asked Jericho if he used the bat. Jericho was like, "I didn't do anything." And Garcia is sitting there flexing because he just beat uh Brody King. But I also have to I gave it a 3.5. The only reason I gave it a 3.5 is uh I liked it, I enjoyed it. Uh I will say this, this this has nothing to do with the rating. Uh AEW still needs to work on how the end shows because this one just ends abruptly. It just like ends. I don't
0: know if that's just us, if that's where Maybe. we caught like the recap of it. Um,
1: it could be that. Maybe because I saw Dynamite Live. Mm-hmm. So, I and it still ends kind of sketchy. But that one I think was planned though, really, I do. yeah, the way that, that was a,
0: that was definitely a cut to black. But overall with this one, what did you give this? this I match? gave it
1: a three point five. I enjoyed it.
0: I think I also gave it that three point five as well.
1: I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I believe they're continuing the storyline. We'll find out.
0: Yeah. But with it, we will just see how it actually goes out. Um, definitely, this storyline is gonna continue. For sure, because now you have the JAS going over on the House
1: of Black. I didn't even think about that. He General Garcia just beat a monster in Brody King. I, I don't care how you look at it. Statistically, he won a singles match against Brody King.
0: And I can't really say for sure if Brody King has lost a singles match. I'd have to look
1: into it. I'll look it up, I guess. But yeah, off the bat. Hat, off the bat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's good we for Garcia. That's good for Garcia. Yeah. Because they and can with be a it. Hit, Right, I beat yeah. you, yeah. but you didn't really beat him, right? I beat I you, beat the, I the house of black. Yeah. I, I, I pinned this man. I mean, no, I made him submit. I he made him, I hit. knocked him out. I knocked him out. He's not so tough. On the, the right, giant, death. whatever, whatever, you can go off of that. Yeah. So they're heels, you can go off of that, and they're sports entertainers. They're gonna sports entertain
0: stuff. it, of course.
1: They are, I'm. I'm here for it, <laughs> I'm here for it,
0: but we are gonna see, and that does conclude the recap of the entire week. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I do have one thing that I want to highlight real quick. A match that I'm very excited for this week on Dynamite. You got Kenny Omega in singles action against El Hijo del Vikingo. Vikingo. So no, the A Mega Champ. Him and Kenny were supposed to happen before Kenny went on his... It was when Kenny was still the belt collector and he was still holding the A Mega Championship. Oh vikingo was gonna take him over yeah he was gonna take over that title and actually beat kenny it was planned oh um, really he, re- he, vacated, he re- right? re- yes he had to vacate because he couldn't yeah. travel uh yeah. so know. with all know. that stuff everything happened and now we finally get this self-titled dream match and i would say honestly it very much is i'm super excited to see it and if you haven't seen some of vikingo's stuff definitely look him up he's he was in gcw he did like a 450 splash running out of the ropes and doing like a jump and doing that 450 splash into the actual tables, uh, on his opponent.
1: It was crazy. I'll watch it. I'll, I'm, I'm literally probably gonna do some research for it because I don't know anything about it, but I don't, I don't care. Like, I can understand people's opinions. I'm not calling it a dream match, I don't care what you call it. Just give me a good match. Oh, yeah. and uh, and I don't, I've never seen it before. Clearly, other people haven't. Uh, Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega at the minimum of a three. Uh, a rating of three already because Kenny's in it, and mm-hmm. Kenny can make anybody look good. So I'm excited for it. And I I've, I've been reading stuff. People saying there's no build to the story. We don't know that. Doesn't we have need no to be. idea where the stories go. This could be a match, kind of like the Jade Cargo Open Canadian Challenge match that didn't go where it went. Right? She beat the jobber but all of a sudden we get t- a Valkyrie come out. Like, yeah, we don't. We don't have. We can get a good match and get some story. It's okay, guys. As,
0: to say who's gonna come out on top of this, it's it's very hard because you got Kenny in singles action for the very first time since he returns. I believe I can't remember who his other opponents were, but you got Kenny going against this guy from Triple A and the uh Mexico country. So we come over here and we see him. This guy's very much a great, he's 25 years old and oh, wow. he's killing it where he's at right now. He's the triple A mega champion, so he is the oh, he is? champion for Triple A. Oh, I yes. know that that's a big deal. Yeah dude's crazy good so to say who's gonna win this i don't know because are you gonna have kenny lose are you gonna have this guy who's very much a rising star and kind of like solidified himself as a as a good mainstay in triple a or who are you gonna have go over i just i want to see it now
1: and, and their defense because very predictable every time a triple a person comes over they do lose it's about time someone wins. I'm not saying this could be it, but there is gonna be a time when they do win. It's not it's cool that they you know people from that company. You don't put your person on TV just to always lose. You put them on TV to make money, don't get me wrong. Because Triple A is on weekly television. But yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if he does beat Kenny, right? I he's a champion of his of his company. I wouldn't be shocked, you know.
0: And if you if you think about it a little more, like another like little bit of story they could do is like Kenny sees him with a belt. I would imagine Vikingo is gonna come out with his belt, the triple A yes, mega championship. I yeah. And it's then definitely- Kenny's gonna say and be like, That's that was my belt. I never lost that. I never I
1: lost belt. it. I, I never want my belt it. back.
0: But if technically that, he was supposed to go over
1: with him. That's fair. But I, I don't, yeah, you're right though. If you put that little bit of story, that's a little bit of more meat, right? It's like, oh, okay. He yep. never lost a. Technically, it's a former champ who never lost versus the current champ. This is a championship match. Quotation marks. I mean, it's not, but it's a caliber. I'm I'm here for it. Give me good wrestling, and I think we'll get that. Match. And we'll get that. I'm excited. Yeah. You're right. I'm excited about that. Um, guns are going against the um, top flight for the championship belts. Yes, uh, they they the guns challenged them. Um, I mean, they, it was a little promo on Rampage. I forgot to mention that, uh, but it's for Dynamite. They have a championship match as well. I want to talk about. No, I I will say I enjoyed this week's both shows much better than last week. I will say that. Yeah. I can say that. I enjoyed it.
0: It definitely had that. It had the it factor. It had the heavy hitting moments, and honestly, it progressed a lot. Like big, big time moments, especially starting out with on Dynamite with the uh, Rebar Mitzvah. I very much liked it, and great for what it was because I loved it.
1: Oh, We have comedy with wrestling, We had uh, storyline. I literally, like, legitimately enjoyed this both shows. I laughed. I get, I text you, don't go to social media, watch the episode where it ruined the the ending because I knew you liked the ending, even with the end, the match, like the actual wrestling match ending with that little bit of mistake. The ending of the actual segment was outstanding for storyline, and that's what we're here for, man.
0: That's what we gotta see. But I believe that will be it for this week, and we will see you all next week on. Don't forget twitter though follow us on twitter so make sure you do follow us keep up with us there at not average marks on oh, twitter marks, yeah. um catch us next week we will be dropping this and we will see you all next week to recap the week of march 20th so we'll see you all then until next time uh i've been mark this has been shib we are not your average marks and we will see you all later Peace. peace